0: Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Bear Attack. This is a show where three guys talk about music, myths, miscellaneous. So anything goes. If you're
1: road tripping and you need a mindless escape from your everyday BS, come listen to us because that's literally what we're doing for ourselves, you know?
2: I'm actually road tripping. I'm in Georgia. Nate, what are you doing in Georgia? I can't disclose. So... I will say this. You know all the work I was doing for the, the army back in like June? No, I'm just kidding. I'm here for my cousin's wedding. You'll hear my sisters in the background throughout. We're all in the same hotel room. Hi, Lou. Hi, Abigail. Apple. You get that. Is still with you? Priscilla is not because Zach has COVID. So, her husband.
0: <laughs> Pastor Zach got the Rona?
2: Yep, Zach has the Rona. Awesome. Oh, so... Man. a a message of sweet nothings (laughs) he's lost his sense of taste oh my god uh, i may be teasing him about it whenever he says something about how he doesn't listen to what priscilla says and i was like yeah but you lost your sense of taste what are we
0: talking about montana what do you guys know about uh montana in the 1860s
1: there was less people there then there than there is now, which is not saying a whole lot.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like um some place you would, I don't know, rent a hotel f- for like by the hour. I don't know what so you're saying. Montana was nothing but hooker motels. I don't know. <laughs> <In the 1800? laughs> maybe maybe it says more about me than it does about Montana, but that's the first thing I think of.
1: I don't know. I think that's Eddie 2G's second favorite state because he has an uncle Is he?
2: Is that where he's living right now?
1: 2G's? No, he's in Michigan.
0: Michigan. Wolverines, buddy.
1: Right on the uh, lake in the northern part of the state. I actually just ordered his Christmas present and I'm so dang excited because I'm going to write him a handwritten note and tell him to film it because it has to go Mm -hmm. on our YouTube
0: channel. I was going to. What is it? He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he'll never know. (laughs) Let,
1: Let me put it this way. He is the king of spice, so I'm trying to challenge him with something super brutal.
0: Okay. Are you just sending him lava in a cup?
1: No, no. I actually got him two things. One is a hot sauce from Hot Ones, and then the other one is something I found online, and I showed my supervisor who also... My supervisor did, just did the one-chip challenge, and it was terrible, so I was trying to find something worse, and I ended up finding something worse, because I'm like, 2G's is going to hate the one-chip, so I'm like, let's try something different. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully he can get somebody to film him doing so it. So for
2: those of you who don't know, 2G's is one of our berserkers on Patreon, which is like the top tier of bear attack There's like attackers, and bear wranglers, and berserkers, where... Was was he our first guest?
1: yes i think he was yes and also first guest on the podcast uh, mr coon
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i
1: can't believe we're having a hard time thinking about this we've only ever had three guests or four guests but
0: yeah that's true (laughs) i know we've been doing this for more than a year now things get scrambled you know we got to write stuff down on calendars but enough of these pleasantries yes back to bigfoot why are we in montana does it have well, something to do with bigfoot? Our story bigfoot? actually start. No, so usually I tell of mythical stories and cryptids, but today I'm telling the legend of the toughest lady to ever live in the old west. Oh, I'm
2: I'm I'm in.
0: Oh, this St- is
1: interesting.
2: Stagecoach Mary. Stagecoach Mary. Abigail, do you know uh-huh. anything about Stagecoach Mary? No. Stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> your your boyfriend doesn't like know all about Stagecoach Mary. Is
1: this
2: like an old
1: Western character? Yeah. Maybe I'll
0: have to ask him. <laughs> born in eighteen thirty two as Mary Fields in Hickman County, Tennessee, Stagecoach Mary was born a slave into the cotton fields oh. and worked the cotton fields for the first thirty ish years of her life until the end of the Civil War. In 1865-ish.
2: Would it be fair to say so, that Mary Fields spent most of her early life working the field?
0: Uh, that's correct. And she had must have had a real prowess for it and really towered over everyone her age. Because by the time she was 18, she was 6 feet tall and weighed about 200 pounds. Whoa.
1: Oh my god.
0: She Ancestor was, Shaquille O'Neal or what? She was an imposing... Force of a woman. After the civil war though, she headed up north and looked around for work. And eventually she ended up uh, working on Mississippi steamboats. Doing laundry and housekeeping. And then she ended up down in San Antonio, Florida. Working for uh, Judge Edward Dunn. And when the judge's wife Josephine died, he asked Mary to take their five children to live with their aunt in Ohio. And Mary did that and went to Ohio with the five kids, which you can just imagine what that trip was like.
2: Are we there
0: yet? Although it's reported that uh, Mary was really good with kids.
1: She probably used intimidation tactics. I mean, she was basically a giant at the time. Come on.
0: Yeah, she could probably carry them all over her
2: shoulder, just wear them like backpacks. Like Paul
1: Bunyan with a blue ox or something. How,
2: how old are these? Is the How old's the oldest and how old's the youngest is what I want to know. Um, I couldn't
0: find that out, but they're kids, so in the Old West times, they'd be younger than 16. Because mm. at 16, you You're kind of your own person at that point in the Old West, because you were going to die in 15 years. Anyway, so they get to Ohio, and they meet up with their aunt, Aunt Mary Amadeus Dunn. Amadeus, Amadeus,
2: Amadeus, Amadeus, who that's the name. lives
0: at the Ursuline Convent of the Sacred Heart in Toledo. Oh. Do, wait, wait. Are we talking witchcraft here? Oh no, we're talking Catholic nuns, because Aunt oh, okay. Aunt Amadeus is the Mother Superior of the Ursuline Convent. Oh my God!
2: Everything you just said sounded super witchy,
0: and it's incredibly Catholic.
2: But you said something like, about Supreme Mother Ursula. Uh,
0: mother <laughs> Mother Superior. Mother Superior. That's what they call the the nun in charge. <laughs> All the nuns asked Mary Mary how her trip went. Once she got to Toledo and safely got the kids to the aunt. And Mary said, I could use a cigar and a drink. Because, <laughs> you know, she just traveled from Florida to Ohio with five children in the 1800s. <laughs>
1: that sounds like a bad punchline. Like, what happens when you walk into a... <laughs> you ask for a cigar and a shot of
0: whiskey. <laughs> um yeah and with with getting the kids there that was the final the final act of her employment
2: I need a cigar and a whiskey uh, a cigar a drink blitzbear not not married
0: hello hello madam who was entrusted with these five children the nieces and nephews of our mother superior whom we respect what would you like a cigar and a drink <laughs> But Mary, now that she's delivered these kids, finds herself without employment because she's in Ohio and not Florida anymore. And she finished the job of getting the kids there. And so the convent hires her to do their uh groundskeeping.
1: Hmm. Oh, way to go. Too bad you're w- live in a coven, now you can't have whiskey or cigars.
0: <laughs> well, she's just an employee. She's not a nun. That could be a n so she Beside gets the point. That- she, she gets like food, housing,
2: and fifty dollars a year. You know what? I've had jobs like this, and um, same. She'll she'll have the best and the worst of times. Is my prediction for the rest of the story?
0: <laughs> well, the nuns hired her because they're like, well, she's good with the kids, so she must be good at other everything else. So mm-hmm. uh, they hired her. And they had no idea what they were in for. (laughs) Because the nuns had a a nice, meek, disciplined, and quiet life of contemplation and study. And Mary came in, and she was loud and gave her opinion, whether you wanted to hear it or not. And really livened up the place.
1: Uh, (laughs) She sounds like my uh, drug counselor. Oh, my God.
0: Well, she's a good worker. But not many of the nuns really took to her, besides Mother Superior Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. One nun is quoted as saying, God help anyone who walked in the lawn after Mary had cut it. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? <laughs> She'd after it...
1: him with a bone saw or what? Like,
0: Well, this next... Uh, this next quote will pro- might explain it. Oh, uh, lay it on me. Quote. Mary swore and complained about her pay and would fight any man or woman for any reason.
1: <laughs> now we know why she got isolated to Montana. Oh my god!
0: Oh no, that's not why. <laughs> she went worse. <laughs> she went there of her own choosing, but we will get there. <laughs> Are we there yet? Let's go. Oh, so close. So uh, Mother Amadeus Dunn and Mary became incredibly close friends and lifelong friends. That's cool. And everybody respected Mother Amadeus. She was brave, compassionate, charismatic, and generous. And with those characteristics, the bishop elected Mother Dunn to go to Montana Territory and start schools for Native American children. Which she happily did. And a year after getting to Montana and starting her schools, she fell ill with a pneumonia.
1: Mm. Oh, man. The panoma.
0: And what does our hero Mary do?
2: She writes a a caring letter. She punches the pneumonia in the face.
1: I thought she was going to drink more whiskey.
2: Just kidding. Does she send uh...
0: Mary took a 1600 mile trip from Ohio to Montana by herself
1: in the 1800s? Nice. <laughs> in
0: the mid 1800s. Is it winter too? Because it feels like this should be I
1: climbed through the snow and got to school and oh, that kind of thing.
0: I'm sure that she went through a lot of snow.
2: <laughs> Oof.
0: Everybody says that she dropped everything she had and was doing and just went to Montana. She didn't even there until, Yeah, just <laughs> woo, gone. <laughs> and she, and she, uh, she stayed there with uh, Mother Amadeus until she was fully recovered. Wow. And she's sitting in Montana and she said, I don't want to go back to Ohio. Ohio sucks because Montana is free and I love the West. I'm just...
1: Every time you say Ohio, that Bowling Pursuit song is playing through
0: my head. (laughs) Come back to Texas. So she decided, I'm not going back to Ohio. Y'all got a job. And so the convent that uh, Mother Amadeus had taken over in Montana hired her on as a groundskeeper there. (laughs) (laughs) And so... We hear you cut grass. Yeah, so she was a groundskeeper, and she would help to build buildings to support the church and the convent. Uh, and she would she,
1: help to build them, or she would build them herself. I feel like she's a very independent. Uh, well,
0: she it says she'd help, but it also says that she would carry the lumber and stone needed to build the buildings on her back by herself. So
1: I'm just, I'm just picturing like Andre the Giant for these Western people. So she people.
0: she built this convent in. Cascade Montana <laughs> But um the bishop came the bishop of Montana I assume came under some uh, serious pressure from the town and the the Catholic church to let Mary go and cut ties with her because she swore and she drank <laughs> and worst of all she dressed like a man well, only two of those like, are a problem in I was the topic. In pants and a shirt and a coat, you know, not a dress, because hard She's work
1: probably, uh, yeah, let's go with that.
0: <laughs> um, and I love I don't the, want to anybody. I love that my
2: sisters are getting a third of this conversation. Oh, no, and uh they just Elizabeth keeps Lizzie Lee just keeps shooting me looks. and uh what's funny is having context for it i'm not sure would really improve anything
0: (laughs) well here's here's the thing the bishop couldn't find a good reason to fire her because she was doing such good work
2: we just gave you three how many more do you want (laughs) just kidding
0: well i think he was thinking that she would be kind of like a project you know like She's a good worker. We can just kind of sand her and round Dude, out the
2: edges and she'll be she, just fine. She's a project who wants to be there, even if she's grumpy yeah. about it.
0: But in the end, she did end up getting fired because she got in an argument with the convent's janitor. It ended in both of them pulling their guns on each other.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and after that incident, they had to let Mary go. <laughs> <laughs> Housekeeping wars! Let's go! The
2: age-old housekeeping versus janitorial.
1: Except in this day and age, it would just be a bunch of uh, Latino women yelling chonkla at each other.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mary, being on her own now, she didn't really know what to do, but she needed money to make ends meet and places to live, you know? So she started doing odd jobs like laundry, See, yeah, I told you helping here. out on farms and raising animals. Here's where and my first know.
2: impression of... 1800s Montana comes into play.
0: Yeah, well, her other odd job she'd pick up was um, building buildings and fixing them in the town, like cheap by-the-hour motels. Like this, mon- this woman pretty much built the town of Cascade, Montana. <laughs> okay,
2: it's much more reputable than what I was going mm-hmm. for, but
0: I'd- oh no. Nate, she's six foot tall and cusses and drinks and ain't nobody gonna cross her. I don't believe that's the work she's going for. There's a clientele, I suppose,
2: mostly but. female.
1: It's like um, if two G's got mixed with my drug counselor. This is what this woman sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to hear what the natives of Montana named her and thought of her?
2: Yes. Oh, this is gonna be. Delicious. I do actually. Uh,
0: they call her White Crow. Because she acts like a white woman, but she's the same color as a
2: crow. A crow Indian?
0: No. Or like like a bird?
2: bird. Oh, the bird. Okay. You know, (laughs) because she
0: has black skin.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's a cool nickname, but it's totally intentionally racist on purpose. The white
0: crow. I I think it's observational humor.
1: It's like my Yavapai uh, Native American friends, they gave me a nickname oh no my my native uh name is breaking wind
0: (laughs) 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 Um, well i have another i have another quote about mary from a child at the school in the town oh please and i think this might really sum her up the best yes before she was stage Coke Mary, back when she was Mary Fields, she was the first African-American in town and one of very few for, like, ever.
2: Because, mm. you
0: know, it's Montana. She built the town. Mm-hmm. But nobody really knew how to handle her because she wasn't a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and a kid, a, a girl at the school is quoted in one of her essays about her as saying, quote, she drinks whiskey and she swears. And she's a Republican, which makes her a low-foul creature.
2: It's like, I I don't like her. She's not a pleasant person to be around. She's a low-foul creature.
0: Yeah, isn't that some... (laughs) And it's not even like... My favorite part is it's not even racism. It's just like, these things she does
2: are awful. (laughs) It could have... Well, because being a Republican back in that time was much more about abolition, so maybe?
0: I, I mean, I'm sure there's something in there if you really dig into it, but her main complaints is that she's, she drinks and she swears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mary, undaunted and always having a generous heart, decides that she's going to open her own restaurant and she's going to serve anybody, regardless of if they can pay or not. <laughs> That's next level <liberal> tolerance, man. <laughs> uh-huh. Most uh, restaurants 10 months, she went bankrupt
2: <laughs> because she kept giving out free meals to people well, so here's who couldn't the, pay. Most restaurants refuse the right or they don't refuse any reserve the right. They reserve the right to refuse service to some restaurants to anyone but all restaurants to people who don't have money and the courts usually <laughs> back them up on that one
1: mm-hmm.
2: so she was very forward thinking oceans
0: give me a yeah. guess at what you think her new hobby was after her restaurant closed anything in the possibility of the state of montana i have a guess what if do you she think doesn't she did get it all right oceans what's your guess
1: I know it's not going to be this, but I think this is funny. She was a pimp.
0: Uh, no. The whores were run through the bar, so she didn't own the bar. Not the pimp.
2: I'm, Nathaniel? I'm going to guess she started robbing stagecoaches. Also no, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering it's how she got this. She... Of all of the nicknames that she's had, stagecoach Mary so far is the least remarkable.
0: Mm. Oh, well. It's it's coming up next, actually. Her new hobby is going to the bar and drinking and getting into gunfights.
2: Oh, oh. (laughs) just skipped the stagecoach robbing and went straight to the shooting.
1: (laughs) So you can find her. Doesn't stagecoach Mary that? What? No, she should be more like Holy
0: Mary because she's full of holes. Oh, oh no, (laughs) I haven't gotten to the stagecoach part yet. It's coming. Um, and it's probably the most incredible part of the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's a... um, yeah, that was that was her new hobby was going and drinking whiskey and getting into gunfights with the men, because she thought all the women in town were boring. Mm. They didn't uh, tickle her fancy, if you know what I mean. That's correct. Um, but. I'm, In talking about the stagecoaches, girls are boring. They never Mary, have guns
2: on them. They can't shoot at me. <laughs> Life has no meaning without a little danger. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, get the, thinking, juice. Like, Gotta she, get the juices flowing.
1: <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm like, she's a former slave, and she's not a nun, but she doesn't have kids. So what does that? She's tell you also, about and she's like
0: this mutated, like huge person. She's also well time. past
2: thirty at this point.
0: Well, actually, when Mary was about sixty years old, dang, her it's friend, 60. her lifelong friend, Mother Amadeus, donated a stagecoach to the town to promote travel there, and to like get the people out of the town and get them to broaden their horizon. Mm-hmm. And so the U.S. Postal Service said, "Hey, you guys have a stagecoach. We can open a star route to you to get your mail there faster. You know, further into the state of Montana." So, Mary, not having anything to do, applied to
2: be a postal courier. I didn't think that and it could get wilder, but the fact that it's just so mundane makes it wilder. This, well,
1: like behemoth of a woman is delivering mail to people's doors. That I think, <laughs> wow, go figure she got so many guns. Get off my lawn! I,
2: I wouldn't call thing. being
0: a mail courier in the 1800s a mundane job.
2: That's true. Like today it sounds uh, like a you know, you wear your shorts and you throw treats at dogs to like. Did sneak they at least give her a big horse?
1: And, like it sounds like you need like a Clydesdale to pull her around.
2: Oh no, she's running the stagecoach. She gets like a team of horses.
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh Mary applied for the job and she got it based on her reputation. And <laughs> a sixty year old woman hitched a team of horses to the coach twice as fast as any of the men that applied. And they were all half her age. So she hitched up a whole team of about six horses by herself twice as fast as any man half her age. You know what?
1: I would have voted for this woman, you know? I, Mm -hmm. I would have totally voted for this woman.
0: Yeah, and she's the second woman and the first African-American to be hired by the United States Postal Service.
1: Actually, my uh, mailman at my parents' house, he's uh, African-American. I forget what his name is, but he's a Dodger fan, so we're friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so because she ran the stagecoach and she would drive her team of horses and her one mule named Moses... Wait, is this? Uh, she would drive them to the train. Is this
2: mule hitched up with the horses?
0: I think he's attached to the back. It like carries extra stuff.
1: Did she name the mule Moses? Ironically, because it's not that—that that is hilarious. Uh, I know, don't know. Parting it just, the sea and the slavery, freedom, and you know. I was that. just
0: reading up on her, and one one of the articles said, "And her mule Moses." And I said, "God, include the mule's name was Moses." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyways, her team it's pretty observant, and her kind of mule thing. named Moses would travel to the train. They would pick up the mail and hook it to the back of the stagecoach and then take it through their route and deliver the mail. Mary's job as a postal courier wasn't so much to put the mail in the mailbox as it was to protect the mail from thieves and bandits. Mm-hmm. By putting a bowling in them and leaving them for the animals, <laughs> like this woman traveled through the the countryside, stacking bodies. <laughs> it said that she was so good with her rifle and shotgun that she took on a pack of wolves and one
2: and a bear. Jeez! Uh, bear attack! Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And
1: uh she's the real berserker here.
0: And if anybody came after her stagecoach, she just put a bowl in them and kept going. <laughs> I
2: just imagine this guy going, Excuse me, ma'am, how do I get to <laughs> 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 Oh man
0: Nobody from Montana messed with Mary's stagecoaches, but a lot of people from outside of Montana would come in and try try their luck and it did never go well for them and she was an expert at driving her horses even though she'd never haven't had any formal education in the situation and she never missed a day of work good at everything not one but being catholic yep and she's 60 years old when she starts out
1: I have a new comparison for this woman that I just yeah. thought of, because uh, we talked about her shooting people at random in the face, and I'm like, God, she's got to have some kind of deep man voice, and I'm like, oh my God, it's like Brittany Griner, if she was born in the 1800s. If you don't know who Brittany Griner is, she's the uh, center for the Phoenix Mercury, and I've had the uh, pleasure of uh, talking to her a couple times, and she's got the, like, James Old Jones, hey man, what's going up, boys, you know? <laughs> what? I can just picture Mary sounding like that, you know?
0: Well, Mary is such a living legend in Montana at the time that the schools in her town of Cascade would cancel school on her birthdays.
2: Nice.
1: Wow. I want that to happen. Dang. Also, I want my my birthday to be a holiday.
0: (laughs) Also, the governor of Montana passed a law stating that no women could be in bars in the, the territory. And the mayor of Cascade made an exception specifically for mary
2: that she was allowed in the bar oh i thought that
1: because they were probably afraid of her without her whiskey you know (laughs) she She probably got angry i
2: said that you're going like they made they made the law because of her they're like well we can't single out a single citizen that's not constitutional but what could we do we'll just ban all women from the bars
1: you know what she probably would have done she probably would have bought like her own distillery and made it herself you know
2: I mean, the law might have yeah. been like
1: 125 proof. No man can handle it except for her,
0: <laughs> mother. No, we use that for the only legal use for the Swanson family moonshine is taking the hair off mules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and stagecoach Mary, she drinks it. What? <laughs> um, I think she may have had a big part in the law becoming necessary. But the mayor of Cascade, I think, was a little bit afraid of her and just said, you know what? Respect. Game recognize game. Get in there.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, can you imagine back in that day a six foot like two hundred pound black woman that sounded like Darth Vader? Come on, you'd be afraid too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, she's okay, so she started running stagecoaches for the US post office at the age of sixty, right? And in nineteen oh three, at the age of seventy one, she finally retired because she, her body couldn't take it anymore.
2: That's old for back then. So I for think. eleven
0: years, starting at sixty, which is old for the Old West. Yeah, and it's See, that's like Ben Franklin. Like, come it's on. old
2: for someone who gets in gunfights for fun <laughs> <laughs> and drinks whiskey. You know what? Like that's, water. and drinks I a think lot that's of whiskey. The truer part and smokes cigars. Well, when she
0: retired, she went to do to make money. She went to doing laundry services and watching the children of the town, because I she think was that's good more kids. stressful
1: than running the mail. Honestly, I, I feel like I could run Possibly. mail and watch children.
0: She's good, and in the ultimate.
2: Oh, sorry. What did She's say good with kids, and she kills people. Yes, that's the two things. <laughs> like She's everybody's favorite. Aunt. No.
0: Nate, the other thing she's good at is drinking whiskey. <laughs> Have you not listened to this entire story? Have you she's, not listened probably, to my probably, podcast essay about this woman's it's, life? It's like...
1: Her best friend's name was probably Bubba, and he distilled her own whiskey for her. Specific batches just for her, you know?
2: Dude, this is if B.A. Barak is from the A-team. Mr. T was a woman in the Old West. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, motherfucker. Uh,
2: <laughs> whips out a oh. mini 14 out of the back of his van oh,
0: well <laughs> friends we have reached the conclusion of the story between the ends of stagecoach mary's life i'm making a the-
2: podcast <laughs> it's an auditorial medium no i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: ma'am excuse me excuse me ma'am ma'am excuse me he says ma'am it's
2: been
0: very long excuse me ma'am he says excuse, ma'am, excuse me
2: ma'am. Me.
0: Who does? this Sam. is the oh excuse me sir this is the One heartwarming the this is the heartwarming end of the story that we all were waiting it's for this entire time so if you could just give us a little bit of peace please just you. just a second oh my just god wrap it up.
1: did she at least die with whiskey in her hand because that would be awesome i wasn't trying to drop
2: it <laughs> We're we're just we're just teasing you because it, it makes for good. We're honestly we're only we're a little bit, you know, we're rushing through this one, because Ocean's, we are not rushing. Ocean's I'm Ocean. not a
0: vampire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm to drink your blood. Blah blah blah. Blah
0: blah blah. <laughs> well, in December 1914, in Montana, stagecoach Mary died of liver failure. No. Ha ha ha! The irony. Ah. Uh it turns out drinking whiskey for your entire life and you, having it as your hobby does not uh doesn't lead to you dying of anything except a failing liver
1: i mean at least she died happy
0: yeah probably so. with
1: a drink in one hand and a cigar in the other and
0: i mean she lived from somebody do
2: the math for me here she doesn't 1832 do you think she was happy? It's nineteen fourteen. I mean, I want her to be, but she also sounds kind of like an angry person to me, like eighty eighty two. Like someone who functions very on, well boom. with their dysfunction.
1: I think it was. Eight, I think she lived to be eighty two, if my math is correct. Eighty two. No. Yeah. Am I right? Holy eight. crap! I did that in my head. I'm a, Oh yeah, go me! Woohoo!
0: <laughs> yep. Stagecoach Mary lived to eighty two. As a person who recreationally smoked cigars, drank whiskey, got into gunfights, and as her profession, at the end of her life, decided to go brave the elements, the bandits, and the animals of Montana.
2: Meaning wolves and bears.
0: And and there's a lot of stories of when the snow would get too high in Montana and the, the horses couldn't make it through the snow anymore. That she would leave the horses and the stagecoach behind, put on snowshoes, and throw the mail over her shoulders and just walk to town. That's the legend and true life of stagecoach Mary. Wow. The woman, born a slave, got to be an employee of a convent but wasn't a nun, and then became a Montana legend that basically built a town by herself.
1: Why? Oh, here's my freaking question. Why has nobody made a movie about this Right?
2: Movie? Dude, that's a great idea.
1: We should do mm-hmm. that. Let's do it, But boys. I don't know. Let's write it. I can't pay Brittany Griner enough to star in that movie. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I want to look up this woman now. Dude. We'll find somebody.
0: Yeah, look her up. There's a lot I didn't get to cover
2: because I no, was no. trying to condense this story for a podcast. No, no, Britney, I'm looking up Brittany Griner. Oh. Yeah, we're casting this thing right now. Brittany Griner, when you see a picture of her, she she looks just like a normal, nice, lovely woman. And you see pictures of her standing next to other women. And, uh, yeah, I think she would be perfect for the part. I'm going to go on record as saying this is the Bloody Pit of Season (gasps) 2.
1: The Bloody Pit was really good. It was a good
2: episode.
0: Thanks.
2: I think that's Season 1, Episode 8.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Oh, her postal
2: route was
0: uh, Cascade to St. Peter's Mission. If you want to look those up on maps, I'm sure that'll be... I'm sure it's a long distance.
1: Her postal route was 14 miles.
0: I mean, that'd be a long distance in the snow on a horse. Or through mud or
2: whatever. Right, it's a little bit. I was imagining like you know something like uh, ninety miles, or something. So it's definitely more manageable than that. But also that's further than I want to walk yeah. on snowshoes. Come on, she
1: was on a stagecoach, ninety miles. That would take like weeks.
2: That's true. Well, that's that's what I thought she did. I thought that's why she was always.
0: I think this was like a daily route. Getting attacked uh, here once a week. Here's a a quote about her that was that's on allthatisinteresting.com. dot com. Um, They say Mary Fields had the temperament of a grizzly bear and a quick hand on the draw, but it would be her devotion to her community that made her a legend across the Wild West. It's true. And I remembered another story about Stagecoach Mary. Okay.
1: Yes, go. I'm so excited.
0: There's a cowboy that wandered through Cascade one day and came into the bar and lipped off to her and they got into a heated argument. And so stagecoach Mary said, meet me at, meet me at high noon for a gun battle.
2: I was going to say a heated argument that turned into an argument with heaters.
0: Uh,
1: no, they're just bashing each other with radiators <laughs> off the bar. Wall. No,
2: no, no. It's sling <laughs> for a gun.
0: Yeah. Well, the cowboy I think walked radiators out. Would be fun. The cowboy walked out with the pig iron on his hip and they both went to draw and Mary was so quick. She pulled her gun out and fired it, and purposely shot right next to his head, so that he would hear the bullet whiz past him. And he promptly yeah, left town. and she had good aim. Yes. Wow. Well, if you've been in as many gunfights as she's reported to, it was her hobby for a while.
1: Yeah, but like that close to somebody—that is some talent. Like I wouldn't
2: be like hitting the guy in the head because I'd be afraid of him shooting me. That's how like stone cold this girl is. She's like.
1: I will strike the fear of God. yeah, in you. she'd
2: rather scare him than like, you know guarantee that she'll live.
0: Well, the other thing the other another fun story about her is that she got into another heated argument with another guy from the town, but this was a guy from town, so you know, he was gonna he lived there, so she had to deal with him fairly often. And he ticked her off, I think they were compl- he was complaining about her making more money than him or something like that, and so Mary picked up rocks and just pelted him with
2: rocks until he started <laughs> crying <laughs> that's that's funny but also horrible
1: uh, 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 she's like the ultimate old west anti-hero
0: <laughs> yeah she's awesome born a slave somewhere in tennessee some say in 1832 mary lived to become one of the fear the f- freest souls to ever draw breath or a 38 <laughs> nice. for those of you that don't know a lot about guns 38 is the caliber of the uh, handgun that mm-hmm. she carried
1: that's a pretty uh, beefy size Steve.
0: i've got another really fun quote Mary's friends claimed if a fly landed on the ear of one of her horses she could use her choice of either shooting it off or picking it off with her whip end. And if she was of mind to, she could break the fly's hind legs with her whip and then shoot its eye out with a
2: revolver. Mary's so good she can whip the hind legs off a fly and then shoot it without even hitting her horse's ear. Or do you think that that was like legit like she could actually do that?
0: I think maybe uh, that might be an exaggeration, but it's pretty cool. I have a more detailed and logistical idea of her route. I'm still on allthatisinteresting.com. Okay. Stagecoach Mary worked as a star route carrier protecting the mail from bandits. She rode her stagecoach to the train station to pick up mail and then delivered it on several routes, some of which were 40 miles in all. Okay. Stagecoach Mary drove over 300 miles each week to deliver the mail.
1: Gosh.
0: When winter snow blocked the roads, Mary Fields threw a mail sack on her shoulder and walked over 30 miles wearing mail shoes.
1: Oh, my God.
2: She just ate the souls of her enemies.
1: I have so much respect. Like, wow.
2: Drink the tears of the fallen.
0: Yeah. So. the first. That's Stagecoach Mary, boys wow
2: that is wow. that is a heck of an episode that's awesome
1: go and check out our latest video Monster Milkshake we did a me and my uh, brother went to a place in North Phoenix they have Monster Milkshake so check that out on our YouTube page we have another video with the dogs coming up so stay tuned for that
2: also um we have merchandise which is exciting yes. and uh you can snag yourself some for any uh, tier at our Patreon. There'll be a link in the description. For the price of a small Starbucks, I'm talking like a small Starbucks, you can get exclusive merchandise that we won't sell anywhere else. And also bonus episodes.
1: Woohoo! For bonus episodes. If you want to
2: listen
0: bonus to
2: more. Bonus episodes all r- day. As
0: an, as an extra draw... I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Oceans does most of our podcast editing. I did know and that. And Nate does some of our podcast editing. I knew that too. But um, an episode where we reminisce about how the bears met each other and became the bears
2: is being edited by me, and Polar ah! Bear. Oceans and I have... Well, I'll speak for myself. I don't remember really anything that we talked about in it, but it should be a <laughs> riot.
0: It's, it's a time.
2: It is a time, friends.
1: <laughs> I know we talk a lot about our Spotify lists and stuff, so if you're like, into our music episodes, we like go through top 50s and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to see how consistent Oceans and Nadar are and how weird my list is, here's your chance.
1: <laughs> so, uh, what are we loving, boys?
0: Uh, I'm loving not being out of town for work anymore because that was awful.
1: Mm.
0: I'm loving it. I worked almost 20 hours one day.
2: That that is pretty terrible.
0: Um, I mean, not like I only physically worked for like eight, but then I was on the road for the rest of it. Oh, okay. That's definitely more bearable.
1: I like driving. But that's kind of excessive.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like you might as well drive a big rig at that point, you know?
0: Yeah, I worked in Tucson, and then I went to Sossipet. And then I went to Nogales, and I was gone for three days.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, for those of you that don't know, Sasebee is basically just a border patrol station on the south side of Arizona.
1: I mean, not know. If it's on the border, it's got to be on the
0: south. I mean, it could be on the California border. We're trying to keep them out too.
2: No, they're trying to. They're trying <laughs> hey, to keep man. us
1: out. I'm offended.
2: You don't have to. Sorry, California <laughs> people. I'm kidding. You don't have to stop when you come into Arizona. You got to stop going into California. I one time had.
1: I don't know. I I basically have a sage coach Mary route that I do at least once a month from here to there. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He sand shoes through the desert thirty miles.
1: <laughs> We're making Chewbacca noises all the way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm I'm loving being in Atlanta, seeing my family and uh my cousin's fiance's family, meeting them, super tight good people.
0: Are you going to uphold uh you and Travis's tradition for after somebody's married?
2: I, I haven't done it with this side of the family because I think he's like the first one of us like younger cousins to get married. But uh I sh- maybe I should
0: I think you should, and you should let me know how it goes. I think I should Facetime
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> For, okay, you know what? We we gotta bring the attackers in on this. So what what I do whenever one of my when whenever one of my cousins gets married, we my my other cousin that I'm really tight with, Travis. He and I always wait until we think they've made it back to the hotel, and then we just shoot them a text. Hey, what you up to? To up the ante, we would have to do a FaceTime.
0: Do it. But you'll find out soon if you follow us on Patreon and become one of our three tiers of patrons. And that's at patreon.com. And just look us up at Bear Attack Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube. Make sure you search Bear Attack Podcast to get to us. We're on all the major platforms, I think, for podcasts Shepherd. now.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty
0: much
2: all of them. All the all the good ones.
0: All the good ones. Uh, if you're on Apple, uh, um, Apple Podcast, iPodcast, mm-hmm. what's it called? Apple Podcast. Apple
1: Apple something Apple. Podcast? The
0: purple, the purple one on your iPhone. If you're listening on that, give us five stars and leave a review that says uh, whatever you want. Um, I'd like to know if you're afraid of heights or not
2: hmm
0: tell me if you're tell me if you're afraid of heights hmm. and uh maybe a short explanation of why and well, uh, i can
1: tell you straight up right now i am perpetually terrified of heights so if that makes one of us
0: oh you'd hate my job because i was 35 feet in the air shaking the lift back and forth today to mess with my helper <laughs>
1: Oh, like at my job, I have to go up on the catwalks at the top of the building. It's like 100 feet off the ground. Dude. I have to like, <laughs> look straight ahead. and Oh, dude, you can see through them because they're metal gray. Oh, right, yeah. That. that
0: sounds like so much fun. I'm Polar Bear. That one's Blitz Bear. The other one's Panda Bear. And we'll see you guys later. <sighs> Bye. <laughs>
2: You've heard of the game uh, Ocean Roulette? Right.
1: <laughs> I would never play that game.
0: No. I, I don't please. think I've had quite the exposure to the oceans as, as uh, Nathaniel has,
2: even when but you were in win, my you observation.
0: Believe. It seems like your entire family's purpose is to see who can do the most mental scarring <laughs> between yeah. each other
1: yeah in a good way but yeah Uh, i mean like not so much
0: in a playful way but it's trauma nonetheless
1: (laughs) oh yeah i'm uh this is probably why i don't have a girlfriend or anything i'm just like afraid of things (laughs) you did what with where what no stop it so
0: attackers if there's any brave souls amongst you and you feel like taking on the oceans challenge Do you feel like playing Ocean Roulette? Uh, We'll send you a link to uh, Ocean's mom's Facebook page and you can be vetted.
1: (laughs) My mom doesn't even have a Facebook page, though.
0: (laughs) We'll make one for her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Send up to my dad. He'll be real confused real quick. What is is this? Technology. I don't know how this works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, we'll send you Kevin's.
1: <laughs> yeah, one. you could do that. That, that would uh, That's my the, brother's uh, probably the work. You know, yeah. Kevin might be That's down. That's the
0: express route through the project.